Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, mum. Hello, pumpkin. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. It's weird not being in person today, but we're on Zoom. Um, yeah, it's, yeah I, I don't like not having you next to me, but I can see your lovely face and your tulips behind you, so all is well. <laughs> yeah, no, those tulips, yeah, what are we going to do when the tulips stop in spring? Um, but no, lovely to see you too, Pumpkin, as always. Awesome. So what are we talking about today? This was a, a request from a viewer, which is very exciting because it's the first time that we've done that, so... Yeah, definitely. So a shout out to Sharon. Um, and this was, wasn't it, on the um, on the back of the podcast episode with Sammy? Yep, or Manifestation. And yeah, it was Manifestation and Attachment. So it's, you know, it's that whole thing of why can I manifest some things and not manifest other things? And it's because we then have an attachment to those things. And then we're focusing on why we haven't got them and all of this kind of stuff. So Sharon said, could we do an episode could we record an episode to do with detachment non-attachment how can we be detached or non-attached to the very thing that we want yeah. which which most people find incredibly hard if you really really want something most people really hold on to that i find it incredibly easy <laughs> <laughs> i know that's not true that was a joke um, i am one of those people that find it very hard so yeah very grateful to to Sharon for raising this. Um, and as always, as well, actually, if anyone else has any topics that they'd like us to cover or discuss or anything that they want kind of help with, please do let us know either on Facebook or Instagram, because it's it's lovely to to create episodes that you've directly asked for rather than just winging it. So <laughs> more of that, please. Okay, everybody, we don't wing it, just to <laughs> let you know that. Um, so I don't know what Holly's speaking about. Um, yeah, guys, so this is about non-attachment. How can you think about something that you want, feel really feel into what it is you want, but not attached to it at the same time? And that is the key, you know, that's the key of, actually think about it, that's the key of living a life of joy because you can focus with, uh, with joy, with feeling, with emotion on what it is you do want, but with no fear about whether you get it or not. So that's really what we want to talk about today. So I'm going to quote actually something that Deepak Chopra said, which I think is so relevant. So think about this, guys. You know, when you're attaching to something. So anybody that's listening to this episode, I want you to think of something that you really, 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 really want. Oh, it could be a Spice Girl there. <laughs> Whatever it's you not. Really, Let's really... just continue. <laughs> uh, what you really, 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 really want. But think about that. Okay. And now think about how attached you are to the getting of that. Okay. So how much you want it. And then probably your mind is taking you to those thoughts of what if I don't get it? What if it doesn't happen? What will happen to me if I don't get it? All of that. Okay. Now, what Deepak Chopra said was, and this so think about that feeling, that feeling of what if I don't get it? What if I don't get it? What if I don't get it? And what he said was holding on to anything is like holding on to your breath, your suffocate. Okay. So think about that feeling that you're feeling when you're worried about not getting what you want. It feels, it feels like you're suffocating. It feels fearful. It feels anxious. And it's overwhelming sometimes. 
And the only way that you're going to bring whatever you want into your physical is to let it go, to breathe, to let it go. And, and you know that with your breath, like when he said it feels like you're suffocating, you know that when you can breathe, you feel easier and the breath continues. When you feel like you're suffocating, you can't go anywhere with that. And that's what attachment does. When you're attached, you can't go anywhere with that. And it was interesting that Buddha said that one of the five causes of human suffering is attachment. So I then have a question in response to that. So um, obviously, when you want something, you do have to take actions and steps to get that thing that you want. So say, for example, if you want a new job, you you know will be attending interviews, you will be starting applications, you will be, um, I don't know, potentially networking, I don't know, all those things associated with, with getting that getting that job that you want. And that is obviously part of being attached to the outcome because you're, you're putting the work in. However, too much attachment, as you've said, isn't good. That's not going to help you get what you want. So where is kind of the line and, and what do you do where you're putting in the preparation that you need, but you're not overthinking, overanalyzing, overworrying, and essentially, you know, suffocating in the way that Deepak said? Okay. Well, think about what you've just said, you, you know, like say the networking and all of that kind of stuff that gets you the work that you, or the job that you want or whatever, whatever. Um, the difference is when you're doing that work, does that work feel joyful or are you doing it because you think this is what's going to get me the job? In other words, you're attached to the outcome. So I'm going to do this because this is what's going to get me the job. That's attachment, right? If it's inspired action, such as um, I don't know, something's popped up. You think, wow, that feels really good. I'm going to do that. That just feels really good. You know, it's that inspired thought, that popped thought, and you take action. That's non-attachment. It's guidance, actually. But when you're doing something because you think this is what I have to do to get what I want, that's attachment. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the trouble is, you know, if we're not doing something if we're doing that, we're doing that probably because there's an underlying vibration of fear. If I don't do this, I'm not going to get that. Yeah. And then you're in a place of resistance. Then you're in a place of lack, actually. And you've completely lost the joy. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's about doing those things and taking those steps, but doing it coming from a place of, um, you know, joy and and kind of positive emotions rather than the fear and the lack. And, and so it's getting that kind of mental state right before you even do those things. Yeah, because think about it. If you're doing something from joy, okay, then the outcome really doesn't matter because you're in joy, because that's the point of life, actually. It's not about the job at the end of the day. It's not about the money or the relationship at the end of the day. It's about the joy. It's that that's your that's what you're here for the growth the evolving and the joy when you're living in fear you aren't living what you're on this planet to live you've got caught up in the minutiae of detail of what goes on around you and i get it you know that people obviously want money to live i get it that people want a job to get the money and i i get all of that yeah and a fulfilling relationship and all that kind of stuff i get i get all that but the, the fact is, if you're coming from fear or lack and attachment, 
then you're you're really not in a good place to get it, you know. And it's interesting that our we think that if we're going to, and if we don't get it, we're going to lose it. And and then what that means is that fear of losing really does uh, disguise the truth that we actually within us have everything. But we're not focused on that everything because we're focused on the lack of what we might not get because we're attached to the outcome. But then when we're focused on that lack, what are we going to get more of? Lack. What do you mean by we have everything within us already? So we have the, so remember your, your higher self, your inner being, yeah, is joyful, is abundant, is fully loving. So all of those things that you're looking for, a relationship to be loved or money to do whatever, or you've already got that. You're fully abundant. You're fully loved. You're, if you can go within and feel that, trust that, and not think that it's all external, you will be able to trust more in non-attachment. So it's essentially linked to, you know, like gratitude and, you know, being thankful for what you already have before asking for anything else, you know? Yeah, gratitude definitely is something that absolutely raises the vibration and enables you to connect to that much larger part of you that's your inner being, you know? And just talking about gratitude, you know, when you're so attached to what you do want, because you haven't got it yet, so you're so attached to it, you, you're actually missing what you do already have. And then there is no place for gratitude then because you're just focused on what you haven't got. Has there ever been a time for you where you've been um, really attached to an outcome and it hasn't kind of ended? You know, have you ever seen this in practice, like, in reality with you I mean you're probably good at not attaching now to stuff but when you were younger maybe that's a really hard question now because yeah I kind of non-attach more um so god it's hard to uh, all I do know is that when and I remember this I can't remember a situation but what I do remember is that feeling of when I attached to an outcome um I, I remember the fear that came with that that's what I do remember. I remember the fear that came with that, the fear of what if it doesn't happen, the fear of this has to happen, the fear of what could go wrong, the fear of um, if I don't do this in this way, then this might not happen. That's a lot of conditions to put on a situation or something that you do want. Whereas you've got to remember intention, intention, intention creates the energy of what it is you do want. You're clear about what it is you do want. Have that intention and then get on with the joy of your life because you've already got so many joyful things within your life to enjoy. Yeah. I also think as well the the fear and worry, you know, Ellie actually said this to me the other day. I was worrying about something Um and, you know, it similarly actually was attached to an outcome. It wasn't happening. I was upset about it. And Ellie just said to me, you know, what, what is the worry doing for you? Like, what, how is the worry helping you? It's just wasted energy. You know, it's not getting you what you want. It's not getting you closer to what you want. So just kind of try and, if you can, stop. Um, and it's interesting. I saw this thing on LinkedIn the other day 
And there was this guy that was on his way to a job interview and he was late for the interview. Um, now, if that was me, I would be stressed. <laughs> I would be very stressed. I'm a punctual person. I don't like being late. And a job interview, you know, you want to be on time. But as he was late already, instead of worrying about it, I'm sure there was a bit of worry, but instead of focusing on that, he thought, well, I'm going to be late anyway, so I'm going to stop at a donut shop and buy everyone donuts. So when he rocked up to the office for his interview, he had donuts for everyone and kind of tried to you know, make it into a more of a positive situation rather than it just being a really negative one. And I think that's a really good example of, you know, when you find yourself in situations where there is an element of fear or worry, I know it's hard and it definitely takes practice and it's something that I'm definitely not good at yet, but um, trying to let go of that fear and worry and any of the kind of useless energy and, you know, what you can do about it, do that stuff, but mentally just try and, as you said, detach and, and look at it in a, in a different light or just ignore it. I think distracting works for me quite well. That's what you always say to me when I'm feeling, you know, worried about something. It's like distract, distract, just focus on something else, focus on something that feels good. So I think all of those things are quite key to to detaching from an outcome and and not letting fear kind of rule <laughs> rule your life in a sense. Definitely. I mean, think about it. Really, all you're doing when you go on that role is it's imagination, isn't it? You know, you're just imagining, you know, you're just imagining and I heard this somewhere, I can't remember where I heard it, but the worst use of imagination is anxiety and stress. Because you're imagining it, you know, it's your thoughts. It's also, you're normally worrying about things that haven't happened. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's like, what if, what if, what if, you know, what if that happens? What if it doesn't happen? Um, And it's, you know, they haven't even happened yet. <laughs> so if, if you're going to worry about them and ideally, obviously we would all be Zen and worry free, but that's not necessarily, you know, realistic. But if you're going to worry about them, worry about them when they actually happen. Don't waste your energy on things that haven't even occurred yet is what I would say. And that's what I'm trying to do much more of. Yeah. What, what's the latest research? Is it 95% of things that we worry about don't happen? Mm. Now, <laughs> when you think of the logic of that, um, and don't get me wrong, we've all got, um, you know, importantly, we all have minds. I mean, that's important, but it's how you train your mind that's key. Um, and, you know, by knowing that, that that is a statistic. And of course, you could then go down the road if you want, or if all 5% of things do happen. But seriously, out of 100%, to know that 95% of things that you worry about don't actually materialize, um, you know, and that includes an outcome that you might be worrying about or thinking about or wanting or whatever. God, it just makes it so much more um, uh, desirable to let it all go. Just let it all go and get on with the joyfulness of what you have going on already. Yeah. Well, I think it's quite freeing. Um, I think it's a bit similar to the idea of, you know, you can't control other people. You can only control your response. You can't control other stuff. It's just you and how you respond to it. Um, And I find that quite freeing. And, you know, we talked about acceptance last week. I think they're all linked. Um, I think that that's, you know, an easier thing to accept. You know, I accept that the only thing I can can control is myself and my emotional responses, um, because then you're not expecting to be able to control other people and you're not disappointed when that doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? So I think they're all the things that we've been talking about actually over the past couple of weeks are all interlinked. Um, and they're all, you know, this is what we're talking about living a hell. Yes. They're all guided towards living a life that feels more peaceful, more joyful, um, and, and better to you. Yeah. So I think if you, can, if you can focus on cracking them kind of one by one, do you know what I mean? It's almost like forming positive habits 
um, taking it step by step, day by day, hopefully then your days are filled with a lot less unease and fear and a lot more joy and gratitude. And I think that for me is definitely the goal, trying to trying to kind of engineer my life so that there's as much good stuff and as little bad stuff as possible that, that's within my control. You know, I can't control the other stuff and outside stuff, but I can control how I respond to it and look at it uh, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, absolutely. But I will say that we all have a point of attraction. So if you're coming from a place of joy, then you can imagine, can't you, what you will be attracting in more joy. So yeah, for sure, the things that are going on is always about our response to them. But the fact is as well, be aware of your point of attraction, you know. And that's why I was saying about attachment is lack. Because if you're in a vibrational standpoint of lack, then you're going to get more of it and you're going to get more of those situations that feel that way. So always, always tend to, where is your vibrational standpoint? Are you, is it in a good place or is it in a place of fear, worry? And that's what attachment does. And you've got to let it go and look at the things that you have already manifested or created or whatever you want to call it. Have a look at those. And what did you do differently then? Why were you able to let go of attachment with those? Probably because they didn't mean so much to you. Well, just know that really the bigger picture is joy anyway. It's not about the detail of it. So maybe start practicing, you know, start practicing with letting go, make a commitment to let go of small things, you know, just small things, let go of small things, leave, leave an energetic gap, you know, to bring in stuff that's a perfect outcome, let go, just let go of the thoughts that are limiting. And remember that when there's that energetic gap, but just literally by the law of vacuum, the universal law of vacuum, we have to bring energy in. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, actually, in terms of, um, thinking about the feeling that something would give you rather than the specifics of it. So instead of it being, I want that specific job at that specific company, and I'm not going to be happy unless I get that job, that I that precise job that I want. It's actually, I want a job that makes me feel X. I want a job that brings me, um, you know, I don't know, enjoyment, fulfillment, uh, where I'm helping others, whatever it is that you want, but focus on that. And then Do you know what I mean? You're then open to a lot more possibilities and options rather than being set on a specific thing that if you don't get, you are going to be, you know, really upset and feel really negative about. It's kind of like you're not shooting yourself in the foot before you can get going, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Let let go of detail Mm. and just feel into the joy. And I just want to say, because I think this would be a really good mantra for people to focus on, you know, attachment equals limited possibilities non-attachment equals unlimited possibilities. And that is true. So, you know, we're here as unlimited beings anyway. We want to tap into the universal unlimited creative energy. So trust, you know, trust. You know, everything you've created so far, you've created it. It's just that you think some of the things you've created were so easy because you didn't even think about them. And that's the point. You didn't even think about them. And that's the kind of place you've got to get to. Like you say, have a feeling of what you want to feel and then allow and then allow. I think that's a good place to stop. Thank you, Margie. That's helped me. Well, oh, good. Well, I hope it's helped you, Sharon. Yeah, definitely. Um, I hope, so let I hope us know, Sharon. Comment, please. Let us know what you think. 
yeah, let us know. And as I said before, um, if anyone else has any, you know, discussion topics for the podcast, we would really appreciate them. So thank you in advance for sending those over. Um, as always, there's links in the description as to where else you can find us. Um, and we hope in the meantime, that you have a wonderful week. Live in a hell, yes. Bye-bye.